Hi guys, welcome to today's edition of Startup Couches. On the couch today, I'm excited to present Henry. Henry is the CEO of Whisk Dating. Welcome to the couch, Henry. Hey, uh, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm super excited to be here. Okay, so on Startup Couches, what we do is we bring um, founders from all over the world who are building amazing things to the couch where they talk about their products talk about how these products got made and challenges they're facing in order to inspire people who are on their on their product journeys also and so diving straight into the questions what is Wix dating and how does it all work yeah so whisk is a twitter-based dating app that uses your tweets retweets and likes to build your dating profile okay. uh, we're currently the the only twitter-based dating app out there and uh basically how it works is you know just like any other dating app the mechanisms are the same in, in liking or passing on someone but we uh, create your profile by using your your twitter your dating profile by using your da- uh, twitter profile um so hopefully you know give a more authentic uh, and, and genuine view of you know who that person is what their uh their likes are their interests their sense of humor that sort of thing rather than just you know answering a few uh questions on a prompt or writing a short bio um, our goal is to really provide a, a more uh, authentic view and then hopefully be able to uh, make more uh, genuine matches and have a more accurate matching uh, algorithm than some, what some other dating apps are doing out there. Okay, so I see that um, the differentiator, um, the differentiator in, in, in your products is basically the fact that it uses Twitter and so it uses the strengths of Twitter, right? So like your mm-hmm. likes, your retweets, your tweets, to kind of profile you and send you people that you would you know have similar um retweets with people that you like same things with things like that right yep yep that's the gist of it yeah all right that's actually really really amazing and so how did this idea start what is the founding story like yeah yeah so uh, it started really with um a conversation i was having with my friend wade uh, who's now my one of my co-founders um and we were kind of talking and I, I had just gone to school. I was, I was in my sophomore year um, and we were back over winter break. And I'd met a few people. Um, I went to school out of state, so did he. And while we were there, you know, we we're meeting a lot of new people, making new friends. And I was yep. finding, and I was telling Wade that, you know, when I was meeting all these new people and, and making friends, I would follow them on Twitter. A lot of times after I'd follow them, I'd be like, wow, you know, I'd see their, their Twitter profile and be like, you know, we have, we follow all the same people. We're already, you know, liking the same content, retweeting the same content. Like, I wish I'd been able to see their Twitter profile before. And, you know, I, I probably would have been friends with them, uh, you know, even longer. I could have found them sooner, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of what, what planted the idea. And additionally, you know, Wade at the same time, uh, he was triple majoring in cognitive studies, applied mathematics and computer science uh, at Vanderbilt. And he um, was learning a lot about, uh, you know, artificial intelligence, the different capabilities of you know what's possible with that and we kind of started thinking about how we could leverage the you know online data whether it be twitter or other uh, data sources uh, to then uh, you know see who someone is based on that information they're putting out there uh, and the observable and verifiable uh, data about you know how they uh, or what they're putting out there on social media rather than having you know self-reported data about who they are um but our thinking was basically how we could use that data um, to then uh, yeah find find people who were 
similar to uh, not not necessarily similar to your, yourself, but similar to your other yeah, friends interest. or compatible. Yeah, exactly. And um, that's really what we idea. And uh, now a, a few years later, we're we're finally here. Yeah, yeah. That's actually super exciting. I like businesses that start from a personal um, point of view. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is something that you experienced. This is something that you thought of, like, yo, I'm, I'm already following these people. I'm already, you know, having this. Why can't we have something like this? You know, and mm-hmm. I think um, products like this get to last longer because it comes from a place of personal conviction, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and a big part of it too was, um, you know, as far as how we got to the dating app concept, um, you know, from that initial realization of, you know, being wanting to meet people and and that sort of thing because. Um, our, our, our initial conversation was just kind of, yeah, about wanting to be able to make friends with people like that through using that data. And we, we ended up, um, you know, talking about experiences with dating apps. We hadn't really ever used one too much. Um, but that was because the one time, I mean, I did try Bumble, I think. Um, the one time I did try it, I just felt super weird about it um, and really, you know, just felt very superficial. And I didn't really think I could, you know, evaluate whether I would want to, you know, hang out with someone that I met on there without being able to see kind of their social media profile first and get a sense of who they were. Um, yeah. To me, that was like the the best way to do it. And I, I was, yeah, looking for a, felt like there should be a solution out there that kind of, um, you know, address that pain point. So there is obviously so much frustration with dating apps and then dug into that problem. Um, and again, yeah, kind of starting from something that we, we noticed ourselves and, uh, felt like you know could be something uh, an issue for other people the more we started you know talking to people and uh, exploring the idea of uh, not just yeah of you know what was wrong with dating apps and uh, if a twitter-based dating app could be something people would be interested in the more we started digging into that it seemed like we had really you know tapped into a need and uh, it's been exciting to kind of uh, you know align our efforts to to solve that okay and so my next question for you would be um how has this, you know, been for you? How do you get to, for building infrastructure of a free platform like Twitter, how do you get to make money? Yeah, yeah. So as far as monetization, we're not necessarily focused on that in the immediate future. Um, okay. Just because we're, we're really prioritizing growth right now and okay. we're wanting to, you know, build the product um, to be as, yeah, to provide the best user experience possible. And we, we're thinking you know that that might not uh involve monetization and we also we but uh, yes as far as our, our long-term plans obviously um we definitely will be implementing a similar you know freemium model um that other dating apps uh, have leveraged pretty successfully um, okay. so meaning we'll have certain upgrades available um and those could be uh you know as simple as like you know undoing a swipe or, or undoing a like um or you know sending a, a super like maybe things like that yeah um, but really or, and yeah and potentially even being able to filter by uh you know um, having more advanced filters so being able to filter people based on the twitter content that they have and things like that um okay. and and down the line we also hope to uh, as we kind of ramp up our, our matching algorithm and really uh hone that in um we could even uh you know have that be something for our a premium service where we're we're matching people, um, you know, really uh, ba- that are that they're highly compatible with, or more so highly compatible with, and that's kind of our our long term uh, vision for for monetization. 
Okay. Okay. That makes perfect sense. And so on growth, I like to say congratulations. I think a few days ago, um, um, your app went live on the um Apple Store. So I like mm-hmm. to say congratulations. Um, Thank you. And you know how's the process been? What are you looking? So because um you are necessarily just focusing on growth right now um mm. how are you trying to scale that out are you looking to raise some money are you looking mm. to how are you looking to like make that happen yeah yeah so the next uh step for us with that growth um it, it will probably involve raising some money here pretty soon that's the plan okay. um, in the in the very near term we're wanting to uh start um using leveraging some of our relationships with influencers and running some campaigns with them to kind of okay. feel that out and, and understand um, how that will scale. Uh, we've already done some influencer campaigns, but we want to test that model out a little bit more um, okay. so then we can bring that information to potential investors um, okay. as, as well as kind of doing a little bit of uh, advertising with the money that we do have now um, to, again, just kind of get a sense of what our uh, customer acquisition costs will be and prove out that model that we have so far. Um, and we'll be doing that over the next um, few months here. And once we, yeah, feel like we're we're uh, have all that information that we need to then really have a, a scalable um, strategy that we're uh, you know, more uh, very yeah confident in, um, then that's when we'll we'll be going to investors and hopefully raising some some money to accelerate that growth. Yeah, yeah, I think that makes sense. So. Um... I don't know if you're already in talks with some angel investors, some VCs. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm asking this because as you are looking to, you know, start your raising journey in the next, say, two, three months, mm-hmm. it's great for you to start now to start creating these relationships so that mm-hmm. when the time comes, it will really be easy um, for you to make the conversion for this cash. So um, mm-hmm. I'm saying this because this podcast is probably sponsored by some VCs in the US who mm-hmm. I don't know if you... If you'd like to be introduced to them, I could help you make an intro. Yeah, well, no, I, I would definitely really appreciate that. I think that would be uh, that would be great to start building those relationships. So, thanks for thanks for offering. I'd love to love to chat. Yeah, definitely. So, I'll I'll definitely hit you up after this chat. I think my right. very um, next question is, what is the biggest lesson you've learned so far building Wix dating? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely been a. a a big learning experience overall um this is our first you know company and um getting started we've learned lots of different things along the way but i think for me the one of the biggest um lessons will it has just been to um that has been to you know really uh focus on planning ahead and uh being able to adapt to that plan and also creating contingencies um in addition to you know understanding that things typically will will take longer than uh you know you might expect but i think that we've as we've kept our plan um as as different things come up and as we progress throughout this process uh i've definitely learned a lot about you know how you can prepare for the unexpected um put yourself in a position to uh you know do well in, in uncertain circumstances and having as many i think plans as possible is uh been something that's helped us succeed so far and something we're going to be really focused on uh, as we um hone in our strategy going forward yeah that makes sense um making sure to plan ahead keeping a lot of um plans at hand is really really important to just you know your journey as mm-hmm. you keep moving because 
a lot of things are uncertain so mm. just making sure you have a lot of plans just help you cushion the uncertainties a bit yeah yeah i know that that advice uh probably isn't anything groundbreaking you know planning ahead or that that's important you know i i think that's something that most people are well aware of but uh, i guess just you know how to do that in the, the startup context like you were saying being able to uh adjust when needed and, and having those contingencies in place and uh you know not setting something that's so rigid um that you get thrown off when things don't go that the way you uh you know still being able to have a strategy that uh um you know you're, you're confident in and uh, allows for adaptation has definitely been uh Something we had to learn on the fly, but we we feel good about and uh, yeah, yeah. So my very last question for you is, what do you um think would be um the exit route for Whisk? Do you think you're going to be acquired by Twitter? Do you think um there's going to be? What do you? How do you think about exits when you think about Whisk? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's definitely a few options, obviously. Twitter could be a potential exit for us, um, as well as, uh, especially with you know right now they're really uh, into a lot of products. Yes, yes, and features. Exactly. I'm just experimenting with a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. So that's been great to see from Twitter. They've definitely been. I, I think they've been stepping their game up uh, this year. So love to see that. Um, additionally, from the in the dating space, there's obviously some large incumbents with uh, the Match Group. So the owners of Match.com, Tinder, Hinge. Uh, they are, are kind of gobble up companies to get traction, so that is one um, you know potential route. As awesome. well as um, Bumble, obviously just IPO'd, uh, and so I would imagine that um, you know growth could be a priority for for them through uh, acquisition too. Now that they're a public company, and that's something we'd be interested in exploring. As well as you know the the many other um, smaller. Uh, you know, dating fa- dating app families that are that are out there as well. Um, yeah, we've had conversations um, with uh, in that going about about that uh, as well. Yeah, so lots of lots of different directions there. Um, I think right now we're we're focused on building this into uh, you know, as, as very, big. Very, very big. A, yes, yeah, yeah. So that's the that's the goal, and I, I think um, yeah, we're excited about the potential exit uh, options that are out there. Yeah, yeah. I think on this note, I'd like to say thank you so much, Henry, for coming on the couch today. This has been an amazing conversation. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, it's been great. I, I really appreciate your time and appreciate you reaching out. Love to uh, talk uh, again um, if you're ever interested. But yeah, thanks so much. Yeah, yeah. And so for everyone listening and you haven't used Wix, make sure to just go in the App Store, in the Apple Play Store and get Whisk, download Whisk, you are going to have a very different um, dating app experience that you've never seen on the market before, right? So this one, that's right. to your Twitter account. So it makes use of like your likes, your tweets, your retweets, and the things that, you know, you support, things that you tweet about, your basic um, online voice, right? And matches mm-hmm. you people that has um, very, very similar things. People that when you go out on a face date, on 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 your first date with you don't need to think about what to talk about there will be at least two three three four five things to talk about already that you guys mm-hmm. have to come up right so um this is a very very um great way to meet you know your potential um, um partner so make sure to get with today and you know 
you already know that every single week we bring you amazing people like Henry who are building great products as you see risk um so make sure you subscribe make sure you share this episode with your friends and until next time see ya